This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, indeed. It is Tuesday, which means Mark Stein Day here on Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. Your calls are always welcome. 800-848-WABC is the number to call. 800-848-WABC. I know that the shooting in Nashville is still the top news concern of the day in many outlets. And coverage and talking about it is going to continue, especially on this wonderful medium of talk radio. That said, there are other things in the news. What I decided to do, executive decision, is to wait until we had the voice of America's undocumented anchorman, who makes uncommonly great sense, Mark Stein, to talk about some of the news stories today about that shooting. And so what I'd like to use this opening segment with you, ladies and gentlemen, to do is to just briefly touch on some of the other headlines that you may not have heard about today because of the emphasis in our country on this horrible tragedy in Nashville. I'll begin with this from today's Daily BS. The IRS showed up at the home of Twitter Files journalist Matt Taibbi the very day he was giving his testimony to Congress. Now, I don't know how anyone can look at this other than another move by the weaponized Biden administration trying to intimidate a voice that they fear. And if you have been following the Twitter files, there have been explosive allegations about the coerced attempt between the federal government, the FBI, and others to suppress the voices of political opponents of the left. You, again, you can find that story today at the dailybs.com. New York Times today, Mike Pence, Vice President, former Vice President Mike, Mike Pence, must testify 
to the January 6th grand jury that is underway investigating who else but former President Donald J. Trump. This is a DOJ grand jury. Now they're going to force Mike Pence to testify. Female lawmakers of color have launched the ERA caucus. They are pushing to affirm the 28th Amendment. Now, those of you old enough to remember what we call that the ERA passed Congress way back, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Let me find it. But it never was able to get the 38 states to ratify it that it needed. And it was, uh, there was a deadline, 1982, that it had to be ratified. That was written into the law that Congress passed. They never got the 20, the 38 states they needed to ratify it. But now Democrats are pushing, oh, let's ratify it anyway. We have enough states now. All we need is two or three more. Since then, the political map has changed. And now there are more blue states. And so they're blue states. They want just ignore the fact that this was supposed to be done in 1982 or else it was off the table. Let's just pretend that that, 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 Clause didn't exist. This is what Democrats do. If they don't like the law, they ignore the law or they change the law. And so now the push is on, and supposedly it's women of women of color uh, leading the charge. Right? Sure. Okay. Thirty-seven people, immigrants or would-be migrants, are dead in Mexico. The National Institute of Migration in Ciudad Juarez. Someone set a fire there with people inside the building. It is believed that this may be in retaliation for people not getting their way at that immigration center. Death toll stands at 37, but this is all part of the broader picture of this unrelenting invasion slash surge of people crossing our southern border. Here's a twist. Somebody's bribing the Chinese instead of the Chinese bribing the Bidens, allegedly. Sam Bankman-Fried directed $40 million in a cryptocurrency bribe to Chinese officials. That is what federal prosecutors, isn't that amazing? The federal prosecutor can find that out and prosecute him all these years later, all the money that was sent from China to Joe Biden they have nothing to do with, oh, we didn't see that. We don't know. There are, no, there are records everywhere. They have the bank records. Yet, nothing on Biden in China. But that quickly, the same FBI, same Justice Department, can tell old Sam, who used to give them plenty of money, why you shouldn't have bribed those Chinese. No, no, no. Not good. I'll take fried rice with that. And anyway, what? Okay. This is New York, right? And so we have New York subway stations being built. This is so New York. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a call for a design change in some of the uh, new New York subway. These things have been the Second Avenue subway has been being built almost as long as I've been alive. But anyway... Now there are calls to stop it and redesign it. You know why, Scott, this is this could only happen 
in New York. Matt, this could only happen. This could only happen in New York. The subway stations are designed currently to be twice as long the platforms as the trains that are going to service them. Now, ask yourself. That's a little inclusive language. Ask yourself. Why would somebody design or a committee of someone's design a subway station twice as long as the trains that will be coming in there? It's a really easy answer. The bigger the train station, the more money it costs to build. The more money it costs to build, the more money somebody's going to make on the quote-unquote, back end. Now, of course, I don't have proof that is idle speculation. But sometimes, my friends, speculation is absolutely right. We're going to break early, as we do, because we want to hear what America's undocumented anchorman, the one, the only, the Mark Stein, has to say about events of the day, particularly about this horrific school shooting. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, with you here, Bo Snurley's Rush Hour, 800-848-WABC, the number to call, and we are coming right back. Please keep it right here. We want your freedom. Well, whoever keep you down. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Rush On 77 WABC. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. He's always mistakenly British. Teen Crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Mark Stein. And he's also a humanitarian, a philanthropist. He's also the world's leading climate change realist. <laughs> the one, the, the only Mark Stein. Mark, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm great, uh, James. Great to be with you. Mark, here we are again. Another one of these shootings and, of course, the same old rhetoric. Uh, within hours, Corinne Jean-Pierre was blaming Republicans in Congress as if the Democrats had never had a trifecta where they could have passed any legislation they wanted. She's blaming Republicans for there being so many guns out here and for murder. Uh, Joe Biden today saying he can't do anything, nothing he can do, except to plead with Congress, uh, translation, those evil Republicans, to start banning assault weapons, and that's going to solve the problem. And then you have stories from the left. Now that this uh, shooter is known to be a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, and there are calls for police to release the manifesto that he wrote as supposedly an explanation, if you want to call it that, of his actions or her actions, depending on the way it's being reported. 
And you have voices from the left saying, no, 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 that would be highly irresponsible. Mm. We don't need to know what he or she was thinking. As, mm. and, and, and all that, what's the motive? What's the motive? Uh, suddenly, a large swath of the left is not interested in the motive. Mm. Yeah, I, I think uh, there's, there's usually with these school shootings, there is a mental health issue. Uh, applying to the perpetrator. In this case, I think the mental illness is at least as much present in the coverage of the incident. We have a, this is a particularly horrible story. There were six dead people, three of them nine-year-old children. That's absolutely awful. There will be a hole in the heart of that family uh, for for decades, for, for for the child who never lived to to grow beyond nine years old, and you have to be incredibly, uh, as I said, mentally ill yourself to think that the real issue here is that the police spokespersons uh, misgendered the killer. Uh, because the, the, this is how screwed up uh, our world is, because they thought. Uh, she was, or he, whatever, I'm doing the misgendering now, and I don't care. Uh, the, they thought that uh, she was a man who transitioned into a woman as opposed to being a woman who transitioned into a man. And for, for, for all kinds of people, this is the priority, that the police should not have, it's, it's, it's a greater crime to misgender the killer of the nine-year-old kids uh, than it is to kill nine-year-old kids. And uh, what is interesting to me is that, uh, you know, you said the LGBT whatever, uh, and and actually the first three initials of that are not particularly associated with crime. There is a lot of rage on the trans side of things, uh, that has manifested itself, and people ought to, I think this phenomenon, the fact that uh, he, she, whatever, turns out to be a, a woman, a young woman who's transitioned into a man, and then becomes, transitions further into becoming a male mass killer, which is not something that women generally do, uh, I think this is one of the saddest phenomena of our times, and no good is going to come from uh, the mainstreaming of transitioning in this way. It's, it's not a good phenomenon, and there is going to be a lot more of this kind of rage, I'm afraid, because it is, um, it, the, 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 I, you know, I'm not some, I've known trans people since I was a teenager because I've been around the theater all my life, and I honestly think that if you're, unless you're in show business where you sort of exist in a kind of heightened reality anyway, uh, I'm not sure that transitioning is the solution to anyone's problem. Mark, I'd like to just uh, uh, speak to you a moment, and I'm debating how far I want to go with this, about these drugs that are being used, these uh, hormone-changing drugs. Because there is, of course, criticism, uh, veiled criticism, in the parts, the stories that conservatives are blaming the transgender hormone drugs for the shooting. And then there was another one in Newsweek, how these hormone therapies affect the brain. And they definitely, uh, in in the course of the article, although they say the sample is too 
small on the research to know definitively how it affects the brain in large numbers, but there is evidence, of course, that it does affect the brain. Mm. Mark, I have experience with this. When I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, uh, one of the things that I had to take was this drug, Lupron Depot. This is one of the drugs that's used in this transitioning. Mm. I, within the first few weeks of taking this drug, I'll just put it like this. I had to reach out for professional help. I thought I was losing my mind. Mm. And the mood swings as your body is rejecting its natural testosterone and instead is being infused with this drug that imitates testosterone, mm. but is in fact estrogen. Right. Um, what it does to your thinking for many men is besides the constant hot flashes, besides the other things, the weight gain, the gain of weight in the male breast area. Besides all of that, what it does to you mentally, no one can prepare you for. I mean, they tried. They said, you know, you're going to go through some changes with this, but no one can prepare you for what, what you are going to face. Now, these drugs are being used widely now as this effort, as you say, to mainstream this, 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 this transgendering. And I, I don't quite understand why, what the impact of these drugs to the human psyche is not, have, is not being discussed more. This is a life, it is not just changing your body, it is a life-changing thing, and in many cases it can lead to suicidal thoughts, it can lead, yep. lead to rage, total rage in people. And, and also, Mark, I'm, I'm going to tell you, this is experience. One minute you're sitting there and, and, and everything is fine. And then the next minute you're bursting out in tears. You see a commercial and you're crying as if it's, mm. and asking yourself, why am I crying? What am I, what's wrong? These drugs are very powerful. And what they do to the brain has yet to be really, and I don't even know whether whether those people that are administering these drugs know fully what they do to the brain. Well, I I don't think that's a surprise because I think if you think of it in any rational terms, a boy wakes up and decides he wants to be a girl or a girl wakes up and decides he wants to be a boy and they uh, prescribe a medical regime uh, that that uh, is designed to change the very biological essence of a person in physical terms. So as you say, uh, when it comes to a girl, they put them on drugs that will increase testosterone. Uh, and we are supposed to believe that the, the, girl, the girl or the boy, the boy who wants to be a girl, the girl who wants to be a boy, has already mentally adjusted to that so that the brain is fine. It's just aware. It's these pills, these medicines, these injections, these hormones are designed just to make the physical body align with the girl or the boy's uh, own self-identification. The idea that they can do that without having any impact on the brain and on the psyche 
is completely absurd. And the and the rush to mainstream this, younger and younger and oh my! I came home today and um my my seven year old instead of playing with GI Joe was playing with Barbie. Quick, we better get uh, get little Jimmy transitioning. The rush to mainstream this younger and younger. These people will be seen as butchers in the years ahead when uh, when we sober up about this stuff. But the rage that's out there, the rage of trans, the rage in trans activism. Uh, I think the the anger there. We saw this during the uh, ant the summer of Antifa in Portland and cities like that, uh, uh, in whatever it was, the summer of twenty twenty. Uh, when uh, when angry trans people were actually a big, uh, statistically overrepresented part of some of those violent protests, it's we, we are we are we are we are as we saw at this school. It's absolutely it's a tragedy for the parents of those children and for the three adults who died. But there, there is uh, a, the the anger and the rage on uh, in in this particular group. I think is to do with the fact that the solution, um, the so-called cure for their problems, uh, actually causes as much trouble as the original uh, problem does. And we will we will have to have some sober reflecting on this. Biden is no use. Uh, on this, because Biden, in fact, is, uh, you know, but as you know, Biden is hot for the trans stuff. Uh, so there are political components to this. But but the what happened here, the the sight, the spectacle of, uh, of a, a school shooting where the where the uh, main concern of the media is the fact that the police, the police chief uh, has managed to misgender the killer. And that's more important than the kids the killed uh, suggests that this depravity is actually widespread in it spread far beyond the trans community. The media's nuts. Large numbers of commentators are nuts. Half the people on Twitter. It's a peculiarly English thing, oddly enough, in Anglo countries, because if you're in continental Europe, if you're in France, where all the nouns are masculine or feminine and you have to have the correct uh, you you have to have the correct gender for the language. Uh, the idea that that you would then obsess about the correct gender for for uh, transgender and cisgender people doesn't seem to apply. It's a craziness in the English speaking countries primarily. Well, I'm just going to make one more note about these drugs, Mark. Before they would give me, I had mine injected. Mm. The nurses that dispose that that gave me these drugs had to suit up in a hazmat suit. Right. And that should tell somebody if you if if a nurse giving you an injection for her own safety has to suit up in a hazmat suit, what they are putting into these people's body is pretty powerful stuff. Well, you know, we wreck people with this. This is what. And in your case, you just happen to get an illness which uses the same drug. So you're not trying. You haven't woken up and decided you want to be a woman. So you imagine the, the this was just one drug. You imagine the cocktail of surgeries and medications required to change, uh, required to try to change, even in just a, uh, a sort of pseudo way, your biological essence. I mean, in other words, that's about as 
what you went through for your highly specific disease, and then you compare it with what you'd have gone through if you had had decided uh, that you actually wanted to be a woman. You wanted to, uh, as we used to say, change sex. What we are doing here is attempting to, we're, we're trying to find a medical solution. Uh, and as a result, we're butchering people. These websites they have now where basically middle school girls post photographs of their breast scars where uh, as part of the general, they're put on puberty blockers and they cut their breasts off. They have double mastectomies. And uh, we are taught that this is somehow affirming that a, a middle school girl posting photographs of her breast scars uh, because in, as part of the general blocking of the development into a woman, they've cut them off. And there are these websites where all these girls, you know, there's whole groups. There's, I'm so relieved my own children were bas- basically just got out of school a year or two ahead of this thing starting because the social pressure, particularly during the lockdown year of 2020, when everybody was all sort of uh, denied normal social life, and the and the and the propagandizing of this. This is where I fault Biden. This is a huge. Uh, this is a, a, a he's he's sided with something for which there is no societal consensus. And uh, to be honest, uh, you know, you know, we look at it. This guy turned out to be a woman who identifies as a man or whatever. I'm trying to keep it all straight in my head. In other countries, they've got this so-called epidemic of female violent crime. And you think, wait a minute, that's very unusual. What's up with that? Well, it turns out there were suddenly female rapists. In, in English law, in the Commonwealth countries, uh, to be a rapist, you have to have a penis. But somehow uh, there are now all these women committing rapes and then uh, demanding that they be sent to a female prison because because they're women so we so in a sense the fact the criminality um is is itself proof that you're not really uh, you, you, the term transition is a euphemism it's a euphemism for butchery it's a euphemism for uh for uh psychological problems where, where that can't be and physical problems that can't be corrected. Oh, it's great. Uh, I I think I'd like to be a boy. Can I go on puberty blockers? Oh yeah, that's that's great. When you change your mind five years down the line, you'll be infertile. So the the long term consequences for this are something that doctors uh, who uh, are enthusiastic about it, I think, should be ashamed of themselves. Absolutely. I got two more quick things. Tell everybody where they can join us in July for the cruise. And also, Mark, I am so happy you have, I don't know how you do this, you have written a new book, and it's going to be out in April, <laughs> The Prisoner of Windsor. Yeah, I did a, well, this actually arose out, out of lockdown. I was looking at the deserted streets of Western cities, uh, and then I looked at life in Eastern Europe, where life was pretty much as normal. So I did an inversion of the uh, famous Prisoner of Zender story in which an Englishman on holiday has to play the King of Ruritania at his coronation. And I thought I'd invert it because, you know, Ruritania is a fantastical, mystical, mythical, crazy fairyland kingdom. And I thought today the Eastern Europeans are the least insane people in the Western world 
And if you land in contemporary London, uh, that's the crazy, fantastical fairyland kingdom. So I just wrote a contemporary inversion of it. And uh, uh, there's a little bit of American interest. There's a uh, fake, there's a uh, an American president who uh, turns up halfway through. Um, and uh, and it comes out, I think, in a couple of weeks. Uh, and uh, and as you, you asked me to mention the cruise, we will be cruising, you and me and a whole bunch of other people like Michelle Backman uh, in the beautiful Adriatic this summer. And you can find out more at MarkSteinCruise.com. And that's Stein, S-T-E-Y-N, folks. Yep. Mark, thank you so much as always. Such a pleasure. My pleasure, James. WABC Talk Radio 77. Your calls are coming up. If you want to weigh in on any of this, your calls welcome anything that we've talked about or whatever's on your mind. 800-848-WABC. Coming right back. Rush. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdley on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Are you a true fan of WABC Radio? Well, if you are, join... Our exclusive 77 WABC VIP club. All you have to do, download the 77 WABC app. You have a chance to win the weekly prize. Ray Charles and Chaka together. Quincy Jones producing. Now listen, if you join that 77 WABC club, you'll have a chance to win this week's prize, which is a personalized video from Tony Orlando. Personalized. All you have to do, sign up for 77 WABC's VIP club. Download the app. Go to wabcradio.com slash VIP. You'll also receive a special members-only newsletter. And you'll automatically be entered to win a chance every week when we do our drawing. Why wait? Right now, sign up. Download the 77 WABC app today for your chance to win this week a personalized video from our very own Tony Orlando. Be good to yourself. Let's head to the telephone, shall we, on this very busy Tuesday. And let's start with uh, John in Dutchess County, New York. How are you, John? Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, first thing I want to do is talk about our president, the leader of our great nation. Who, who's Ben? I'm wondering. Uh, he mentioned something about him and Ben go through this all the time. This guy's losing it. Yep. And the remarks he made, the first remarks he made, I came down here to get to, I heard there was some ice cream. And it's just, I don't know, it just gets worse and worse almost every week with Joe Biden. And But today, again, it's back to, back on message, let's blame the Republicans. I can't do anything the Republicans' fault for all of this. Now, I don't know, folks, um, I... I I, I'm at the point where you look at these shootings and you say, when are we going to do a few things? And that is truly strengthen the facilities that these kids go. And this, is a, this was a Christian school, private school, I understand, budgetary issues. But, I mean, you know what? Let me put it to you like this. When I went to Asia, and now granted, the economies are different, paychecks are different, what people can afford is different. 
The last time I was in Asia, and this was just now a number of years ago, even if you go into the grocery store, you see armed guards. They check everybody going in the mall. You have to separate in lines, male, female. You go through, they wand you. They have a quick x-ray of your bag. If you're going to check in into a hotel, they have guards there, sometimes with dogs. And, and, and this is not a place that has the kind of issues that we have. We have schools. We have, we have ways to make these schools safer. I don't think anything is 100% safe anymore. But, and then we go through it. It's, you can almost predict what's going to happen. You're going to have a Democrat if in, in office come out and blame Republicans for murdering people. And then we're going to have the crowd that tells us we're tired of your your prayers and your hopes, shut up and ban the guns. And, and it's all so predictable. So predictable. On this transgender and the role that that played in it, um, I just got an, a direct message, which is that human beings now that are, that are pushing and advocating for this think they're better than God. Since he, he must have made a mistake. And it's up to humans to change that mistake. And then comes this admonition, don't believe God gave up his sovereignty over human beings. Don't believe it. Let's go to Israel, New Jersey. How are you? Welcome, WABC. Roman James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. How are you? Very good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to speak about the gun, you know, banning guns and all that stuff. So, yep. I don't know why we have this. Um, I haven't heard anyone talk about this because I heard earlier today they're talking about banning TikTok and they're doing all sorts of investigations into um, all the social media things, you know, their, how they have effects on kids and all that stuff. So, what I don't understand is why we don't have anything on, let's say, Hollywood, where how, what, how do those affect uh, our kids, you know, when we have these movies. Well, there is talk about, look, look, there has been and will continue to be talk about the violence that is glorified in our society in Hollywood. But then again, where do you, who is going to change that? In fact, there's something that I thought was kind of stunning in this. There's a piece at Newsweek today that Jane Fonda is being called out on the carpet for her hateful appearance on The View, where she called for murdering people that don't go along with their abortion views. Enough is enough, and she called for murder. Now, if you remember, Joy Behar quickly jumped in and said, she's joking, she's joking, but that that was a joke? Okay, not really. And people are wondering what kind of impact that talk of violence has on these situations. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, WABC. We're going to take more of your calls. You know, I think that there is a growing sense of, of, of real hopelessness about these school shootings, wondering if there's ever going to be a solution that works to stop this madness. James Golden, a.k.a. Snowy, WABC, coming back. More of your calls straight ahead. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. WABC Talk Radio 77. Welcome to Boston Early's Rush Hour. 
Life in America, my friends. So different. Than many of us would have ever imagined. Sade brings us back. Let's get to the telephones, Keith, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Thanks for calling. Thanks for waiting. What's on your mind, Keith? Uh, there's something that's going on with this case at your news media in this country. I'm talking your fake news media, ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, etc. Your Rhino establishment news media, etc., is intentionally trying to hide from the American public. Let me explain to you how I know about this. Since I heard about this stuff, okay, down in Tennessee, I have this highly advanced talking robot device. Do me a favor, Keith. A little less of the... Keith, 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 Keith. Please, don't embarrass yourself. Just give me your point, okay? Okay. Please. I'm I'm trying. I was listening to uh, radio shows, TV shows from Nashville, Tennessee, okay, all day. And the one nine-year-old girl that was horribly splattered and killed by this individual that did this shooting happens to be bestest little friends with Mark Levin's granddaughter. All right, listen. Hello. I've had enough of this call. Thank you. Let's go to Nick in Rockland County, WABC Talk Radio 77. You're up next. Hi, Nick. How are you? Hey, how are you, James? Uh, love the show and uh, love to taste the music, man. And uh, I just want to say that we really have to figure out some way not to, to, not to protect our kids tomorrow. We need to, we need to, we're going to have to arm our schools at this point because if we can't come to an agreement about what to do with the guns, then the most important thing beyond that is our kids. Our kids keep getting killed. And I wake up as a parent and I see this stuff and it breaks my heart. And I love our country and I want what's best for our country, but the kids have to be protected. And I think at the end of the day, we're not going to have a choice. We're going to have to arm our 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 schools until we can suss this out and figure out a way to get around this problem. You know, Nick, I think you're echoing the sentiment that a lot of people have. I mean, and this is what I was talking about earlier. You know, in many in many security situations, they have certain protocols. Okay, one way in, maybe multiple ways out, but one way in, and everybody has to be screened. I don't know what it's going to take. I'm not a security expert, but when you say something has to be done and has to be done now, I think that's the sentiment of many of your fellow countrymen and women. They are, they want to see, and this is not talking about these absurd, look, Joe Biden can talk about banning weapons all they want, and I hear other people talk about banning weapons. There are over 300 million guns already in America. You can ban every weapon tomorrow. You still got 300 million guns out here. You better figure out something to save children. And this guy's parents, by the way, Mark alluded to this earlier. There was mental illness here. These guns he purchased, from what I'm reading today, this person was able to purchase seven guns legally. Seven. And his parents didn't think he should have guns. They did not know he had guns at the moment. And he was being treated for a mental disorder. 
Now, part of these calls for background checks said, okay, if you have a mental disorder, you shouldn't have He had a mental disorder. He's not supposed to have these weapons. So before you start writing all these new laws, how about enforcing the laws that many of us believe are already on the books? How about that? Joel in Israel, how are you? Thank you for calling. Thank you for waiting. You're welcome, Bo, and thank you very much for taking uh, this call. Yeah, with everything so serious that's going on, I don't really want to bring it back to money, but you mentioned uh, the situation of how quickly they were able to nab this $40 million bribe of Sam Bankman-Fried, and yet Hunter Biden remains uh, scot-free after four or five years. <clears throat> uh, we spoke about four or five months ago, and I mentioned this $100 billion, this was, I mentioned this $100 billion stock fraud called the China Hustle, which was about 10 times bigger than the Sam Bankman-Fried debacle. And the Chinese CEOs have not been held accountable. There were 150 uh, companies deregistered from the NASDAQ. Uh, that issue hasn't been looked at. There's two bills in Congress to address it next year, Senate Bill 945 and House Bill 7000. But so far, all those Chinese CEOs remain scot-free and there are tens of thousands of victims who lost their life savings in the China hustle. And uh, if anyone Googles Hunter Biden China hustle, the court filing that I put on his docket in December of 2019 will come up. And that was while the FBI was covering up the laptop. So this is a crime. I think this is part of the tip of the iceberg that Comer is getting to. And I just would like to ask your team and your listeners to check out the China hustle. And I think that's part of the, what they're gonna find. There has been a massive China hustle. Thank you, Joel, for for the remarks you made. But it goes beyond that. Look, folks, we have there is evidence that is now coming out about the involvement and how deeply this involvement, the millions and billions of dollars, millions in this case, that have been spent to influence politicians in this country. And then when you look on top of that at all of the millions of dollars that Americans had to spend because of defective goods that were allowed to come in this country from China, knowingly, and people have never been made whole in that either. There is a spinelessness confronting China that runs so deep in this country. And I guarantee you, if the roles were reversed, the Chinese government would never allow to happen to China what is happening from China toward the United States of America. They simply would not allow it. Mary, Bud Lake, New Jersey, you're up next. Hi, Mary. Hi, oh, I admire you and your voice and your mind. Okay, here I go. This insane push to get children to uh, think they need to transgender, I believe what's behind that is to get them into the medical system because once they start that process, they're in the system, their data on them is being collected, they're, they're, they're guinea pigs. And there's always, you know, when these things happen, you always have to think who benefits from it. And as Rush what... used to say quite often, Mary, and you are so prescient, as Rush Limbaugh used to say quite often, follow the money. Follow the money trail. And that gives you the answers to so many things. Ladies and gentlemen, time to say goodbye, or at least for the day. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. Thank you so much for being here today. God willing, we'll be back tomorrow, 4 o'clock, for Boston Early's Rush Hour. Again, thank you. You have no idea how much, how grateful I am 
that you choose to spend your time with us here on WABC each and every day. See you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you.